0: So we're with Ben and Jen of Queen's Pickshaw. How's it going? Very good, how about you?
1: Great, thank you.
0: Uh, You guys are located in Astoria, Queens, 4017 Broadway, that's the Steinway stop on the R train, right? Mm -hmm.
2: Yep, you can take the M train as well.
0: Can you describe the restaurant? What's it all about?
1: Uh, Well, it's it's run by the two of us, primarily, so it's a local mom and pop shop. Uh, we're open. We are open. have no children yet, We, <laughs> we have two cats. Uh, we have um, really long hours of operation, so we're open from seven thirty 30 in the morning on weekdays all the way to 1 in the morning and open for brunch at 9 on weekends. We have been really well known for our grilled cheese sandwiches. Um, and I
3: can attest to <laughs> that
1: they are really good. <laughs> uh, we also serve amazing coffee from Coffee Labs up in Terrytown, New York. We craft beer of course, um, some fantastic hard cider, we have, what is it, over 20 different ciders? About 30 now. Yeah, yeah. we have quite a, quite a number of great ciders on, on the list.
2: Yeah. Yep. I'm hesitant to, you know, to say that we're better at this or better at that. I think that we're just really focused on creating a uh, and maintaining a beverage program that's um, that's really current, that's alive, that's dynamic and uh, really engaging with people, mainly with the coffee and with craft beer and hard ciders. Of course, with an ample amount of focus on beverage pairings with the food as well, so we work very closely with our chef, both in creating new dishes, but also balancing dishes out with uh, either with ingredients uh, that are part of the beer or cider lineup um, or in ways that make things uh, fun to eat and drink together.
0: You're taking a lot of care, put a lot of attention into having good craft beer, wide variety of ciders, mm-hmm. uh, taking a lot of care into the, the coffee that you're serving. That, that's clear if you look at the beer menu. A lot of uh, good stuff on tap and, and also in bottles. What about the food side of things? Uh, is there a style of cuisine that, you're, that you could say that... You specialize in or
2: uh, yeah i mean the food programs kind of evolved a bit since opening we started off with a, a focus on grilled cheese sandwiches
0: you'd mentioned that there's there's a lot of comfort food on the menu can you mm-hmm. go into some description about some of the things
2: sure the, the way that we started out it was mainly with a focus on grilled cheese sandwiches with a gentle nod to the the culinary diversity of astoria so there were a lot of ingredients that you find at local grocery stores. For about a year that you know that went strong and I guess out of a possible fear that maybe the grilled cheese thing might get played out and also because uh, we didn't feel like people really wanted to have grilled cheese sandwiches all day and into the night, um, we decided to expand the menu and then the focus became grilled cheeses plus uh, comfort food with a twist and we, maybe I took a lot of cues from uh, personal experience and, and family and stuff like that. So it became a very, in some aspects, a very personal menu. There were things like my godmother's brownies on there, and her recipe for stuffing, which we tweaked a little bit. The Gruyere sandwich, which uh, is kind of based on a a sandwich that my stepfather used to make me, which had a lot of the same ingredients. It's just sort of reconstructed and and, and moved around uh, in the form of of this sandwich. Recently, we decided to switch it up again. It's still comfort food, for nighttime anyway. We've decided to to move away from more of the heavy and really filling things and added... Uh, more satisfying and, and nourishing sort of uh, things that you would like to have for for dinner. Well,
0: you notice also mm-hmm. there's a there are a lot of pickled items and, and yeah. Jen, you make your own kimchi, is that right?
1: Oh no, I <laughs> wish I did.
3: <laughs> did
2: I get that wrong? We do make our own kimchi, but Jen doesn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> chef does it, uh, and, and Chef is Korean. So he not only do we make our own kimchi and, and use that in, in the, the new dish that's on the menu, the kimchi lasagna, Uh, But also, we make a broth out of the kimchi, which is uh, made into a consomme, which goes into the kimchi dumplings that we have. And and then uh, there's other Korean flavors uh, that are infused in subtle and and obvious ways throughout the rest of the menu as well.
1: Part of the uh, the offset of pickling so much is we also make what's called a shrub. It's actually like an old-timey drink. So the blueberries that we pickle and the golden raisins and the pears that we pickle, is the juice that, which is sort of like infused with the flavors of the fruit, we mix that with seltzer water, and it. it's like a really great refreshing.
2: It's yeah, it's tart. really sweet and tart and refreshing for summertime, big time.
3: So, have you either of you had experience uh, either in cafe or bars before this?
2: I bartended for about fifteen years, and I've, I also worked in coffee shops prior to that. You know, in, uh, in college and right after college.
3: The, the beer selection here is fantastic. I mean, you've got, you know, from the very, very local down-the-street beers to regional breweries and very tiny breweries from around the world. It's just it's a really nicely, nice selection. Thank so, you. Were you into beer before this? I mean, how do you, you're not taking, the, you don't come in here and see. Oh, okay, you've got the standard taps that you find at every other craft beer right, bar. Right, right.
2: I think, I mean, I think most people who are really into beer probably had an epiphany at one point about beer what you know with the point at which they were like okay i don't want budweiser anymore i don't want you know miller for me it was i think it was la fin du monde that was something that that i had maybe 15 years ago 20 years ago for the first time and and i just remember it like blowing me away but beer can be like this beer can be flavorful it can be strong it can be filling It can have depth and and uh yeah i didn't really totally get into craft beer until, until really until we started thinking about doing the kick shop and, and thinking about the beverage program and what we wanted the focus to be because originally it just started with uh, wanting to make a coffee shop so as we decided to do more and more things we're like okay we have to learn more about more things and so then I started getting really into, uh, into beer
0: <laughs> this definitely seems to be a big focus I mean we were here for your second anniversary and besides being blown away by what was available on tap and, uh, in the bottles. You were running around with a bunch of rare bottles uh, treating people to some of your favorite things. Yeah. You, don't, you don't see that at many restaurants. So obviously an important part of uh, the restaurant. I spent a
2: lot of time choosing beers and I spent a lot of time thinking of fun things to do that are, you know, go beyond the normal like tap takeover type events. For our anniversary we did something pretty much the same way uh, for our first anniversary. Only for the second anniversary I I was able to start a little bit sooner and think about it a little bit more and get some more exciting beers for it. The the meme was uh, all anniversary beers on on tap and um, as well as poured from bottles. Uh, So we have a a bottle pouring program where we can do beers by the glass because we can preserve beers and stuff like that. So that allowed us to do like all five beers on tap taken over by anniversary beers as well as another five or so poured by the glass. Jen, do you have the same
0: passion for beer
1: as Ben? No, I'm actually um, more interested in cider, if you were to think about it in that way. Uh, So I think partly that's why we have such a big cider. But But I, I remember, I think for me, the epiphany for beer came when we went to beer table, actually, like a few years ago. They had an event where it was just sort of like a tasting of different beers with 12%. That was the first time when I felt that it's more than like San Miguel beer, which is something that I grew up in the Philippines with. That you know, beer has this complexity that wine and food and, and anything else that you really examine does. So, so for me, I see and appreciate the huge variety of flavors and, and experiences related
3: to beer. You had beer mentioned that you can serve by the glass, and just which I think is great, the fact that you can open up a 750 milliliter bottle and someone can just have a glass of it and you have the capability to store it so that it doesn't go bad.
2: Yeah, there's this machine that actually preserves champagne and uh, champagne is kept in a bottle under pressure, about two bars of pressure, about 24 psi. Beer is uh, generally kept under pressure at about 12 bars, which is one bar of pressure, so I contacted this uh, um, company that makes the machine uh, the preservation machine for champagne and asked them if they would be able to calibrate it in a way that would work better for preserving beer bottles rather than champagne and, and he had already done it for uh, a couple of breweries in Belgium, but he didn't know of anyone in the United States that had, had done it for a, a by glass program for beer. So it was it, it, to me it seemed like a challenge, but also I thought that the payoff, would be awesome in that we'd get to share beers with people that uh, that may not otherwise purchase uh, a full bottle. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of restaurants and bars will definitely concur that large format beers tend to sit on the shelf for a really long time. Right. The price point is on those is just exorbitant for most people, except for those who, who really, really value uh, the experience of, of having special beers like that. And so, I think you're the
0: only bar or restaurant that I... It's scene that does that.
2: There are others. There, are, I mean, beer. I think the, the, the idea came originally actually from Beer Table because they always had at least one beer by the glass. But I always wondered what do they do with the bottle of beer at the end of the night? They, well, they probably enjoy it. They drank the rest of it because it's certainly not going to be as good the next day. So what we do is we basically can flush the uh, the headspace out with CO two so to push the oxygen out, replace it with CO two, and then put a cap on it, a special cap that allows us to uh, pressurize. Uh, that CO2 with more CO2, thereby uh, putting it back under pressure. The headspace is is now kind of what it was before. We so can open up the bottle about uh, three times uh, over the course of a week without any noticeable difference in quality. After that, it definitely degrades, and I, you know, we'll, we definitely have had to throw away some beer. Throw um,
0: away? I wonder what that entails. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, enjoy it not as much.
0: <laughs> so you could go into. Queens Kickshaw, and get a beer that isn't available on draft, only in bottles, and not have to buy the whole 750 milliliters, you can get just a glass of it or yeah, two. Yeah, right, now you, in a, you,
2: right yeah. now you can get a glass of, of Cantillon. Of course, Cantillon is available on draft, but I don't really? know how many bars in the United <laughs> States are serving Cantillon on draft right now. I think you might have to know someone, like the person sitting next to me, really well <laughs> <laughs> to get that. So I'm happy to pour it by the glass.
3: And you also have on draft one thing that I don't think I've seen on draft in very many other places is kombucha.
2: Yeah, kombucha ale is really special. It's local. One block away from here, there's a kombucha brewery. It's actually the first brewery in Queens since since Prohibition, uh, as far as I know. So instead of brewing beer, they brew kombucha. That's kombucha that actually has a little bit of alcohol in it. So all kombuchas had a little bit of alcohol, and I guess in some cases the alcohol got all the way up to, you know, two, three percent, not on purpose, or quote, unquote, not on purpose.
0: Any, like, special events coming up? Thank God, no. <laughs> <laughs> we,
2: were, we got totally special evented out in the early part of this year, because there was, there was the International Women's Day right. tap takeover, and then there was the, the beer week. We did all, you know, right. tap takeover of all Queen's beers that we
0: just going to cruise a little bit for a Yeah, while. we're going to
2: cruise a little bit. Peak Skill had mm-hmm. their, their launch here, so shuffling all those X-kegs around and untapping stuff. And t- yeah. You know, have only you know, four beer lines. It's it's tough. You
0: only have four beer lines?
2: Because there's the coffee on tap, and then the cider on tap, and the uh, kombucha on tap. Oh, okay. So seven okay. lines total, but, so but three are dedicated to to those things and then four beers. Gotcha. Okay. All right. you,
3: you also have the, the draft system as a really very looking, very
0: industrial looking uh, dispensing system. All the decor in here is really nice, industrial. It's a cool concept. It's fun. <laughs> we have a lot of fun with it. So Queens Kickshaw, where does the name come from? Obviously Queens. We're in a Yeah, we're
2: in, we're, we're in Queens. And then Kickshaw is a little delicacy, a little bite to eat. Uh, originally, we were, uh, if we couldn't have opened a, a brick and mortar place we wanted to do a, a, a small mobile coffee truck mounted on an auto rickshaw and so in doing the research around the word rickshaw came up with pickshaw looked it up in the dictionary and was pleased to see that it meant something food related and it kind of stuck So,
3: for the longest time I thought people were making typos yeah. I thought it was <laughs> rickshaw, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: we've been confused with rickshaw dumpling a couple of times
0: so easy to get to Right on Broadway, right by the by the R train, Steinway stop by the M train.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: You definitely wanna come by and come for the beers, come for the ciders and the quality coffee drinks and the kombucha, but stay for some really interesting menu items, some very delicious food. Queen's Kickshaw at forty seventeen
3: Broadway in the story of Queens. Thanks, Jed and mm-hmm. Ben. Thanks for stopping by and All talking right. with us.